this thing on? It is. Oh, we're good. We're good? Yep. We're back. We're, we're back. We're back. Thank we're God back. you woke me up in time. Well, we came, We were back last week, but... Or two weeks sort of ago, us. Whenever, whenever it was. We were but, partially but now back. We're, now we're all back. I was MIA. Yes. Yeah. I missed you guys. We missed you. Aw, oh, thanks. <laughs> you feel the love. <laughs> Rob, Rob didn't comment on that. I don't know. You dri- <laughs> you driving pretty hard here on the show. <laughs> did you do your research? No. Uh, no. <laughs> I didn't do my homework. Yeah, I did. See that? I leave for a week and everyone slacks. Hey, I tried to keep him under control. He wouldn't listen. Yeah. We he was were... like, no, let's just take it right off the laptop and just throw the information out there. I said, we can't do that. And we did. Oh, we did. We did. Well, on that note, welcome to Parababble. Hello, everybody. We are the members of Parababble and the members of Prone, Paranormal Researchers of Niagara County. Niagara and Erie. Are we like, do we have any more like group names? We're Prone, we're Parababble. We're Paratech, we're Para. Paratech. Para. para. We got a lot of Para going on in here. Yeah, too much Para. No, you can never have too much Para. Yeah, Para's good. Yeah. I like Para. Okay. Parachutes. All right. You you never know when you might need one of those, like right now. We're bailing on the show, just in case. Keep listening. This will be interesting. <clears throat> the studio's only two flights up, but it's a yeah. long fall. So, I'm Rob of Parababble. Oh, I'm Jeff of Prone. Ooh, oh, I'm Allison of Parababble and Prone and Paratech. Oh, yeah, I forgot that one, too. Yeah, I know. We have to keep remembering to introduce ourselves, because I know we don't typically do that. Yeah. Well, I figured we, we didn't have to introduce ourselves, because... All our fans stalk us. They, oh, yeah. they know our names, so why should we put our names out there? Right, there's so many of them. You know what it's like to get out of here out of the studio at night and trying to autograph oh, everything, forget right? It, forget it. Yeah, forget yeah. it. You know, secret cars, back doors. It's like that, folks. Yep. It sure is. <laughs> Dark sunglasses, baseball cap. So if you want to look up past episodes of this righteousness that you are partaking in right now, um, you can find us on iTunes and Stitcher and Podbean. Uh, you can hit us up on Facebook slash parababble.com, or you can email us at parababblepodcast at gmail.com. And we do respond to emails. We do. We, we Like we said uh, last time, we might take a while. We might take a month. We might take a couple weeks. We're going to get better at that, though. We're going to shorten the time down. You know, the aliens, they've... They're getting they're, closer to resolving yeah, their yeah, uh, they're, they're union. disputes. They're they're getting there. Yeah. So we're gonna get better at responding, and um, and we're gonna start reading your emails on the show if you want us to send us a question, send us your personal experiences, wherever you want to send us. Parababblepodcast at gmail and we will read your podcast. Not your podcast. We will read your emails on our podcasts. Either or, it works. This is why, this is why we're parababble, because we could screw up like that. And, and, and it's okay. Yeah. We don't have to be corrected Because we're grammar. real people, people. <laughs> yeah. Right. We're not yeah. worried about the uh, T's and I's and all That's that right. stuff. Dotting and, and yeah. crossing stuff things. And crossing <laughs> stuff. Yeah. So before we start today's episode, which, by the way, is Vatican Conspiracies. Ooh. Yeah. We are going to read an email that we got a long time ago, but better late than never, right? So this email is from Donna, and Donna writes, I just finished listening to all the podcasts. I think your podcast is very well done, and I'm going to continue to listen to everyone you put out. Thanks, Donna. Thanks, Donna. The cat EVP was the best part of the most recent episode for me. I knew what it was before you even said cat. I'm a cat lover slash mother, and when I thought at first you thought it was the sound of a door squeaking, I was prepared to email you immediately. It was great to hear, but sort of sad. Hopefully it gets a lot of great naps, and thanks for leaving toys for it. No problem. We do leave toys for it every time we go. Yes, and we make a point to say hello every time we're there. Yes. Mm-hmm. we. I, I did email Donna back a while back, so... My question uh, was... But, for I'm sorry, I interrupted you, but... My question was, did you actually take a breath in reading that email? Uh, I don't think I did. That's great. I'm not good That's at, an art. I'm not good at, like, pausing briefly... So Between periods, question marks, that's just not, you oversee that. It just that, all just right together. Through. It just goes right through. Huh. Okay, good. Yeah. All right, that's cool, though. Mm-hmm. But this is, there's more to this email. That's just the first part, because then Donna has a question here. Um, she says, what do you think about provoking? Sometimes it makes me feel really bad when I see someone do it on TV shows. If a group is at a place like a sanitar- sanitarium, 
old hospital, or really anywhere else, and they start provoking, I just feel like it is disrespectful to anyone listening. I think I just feel like if I was in the position of the ghost or spirit, that I wouldn't like it. The investigator has no idea what the person may have gone through in their life, if they were sick or mentally ill, and if they may be confused or afraid. Maybe it would be different if the spirit was somehow the aggressor, but in the instances I've seen, groups just tend to go in and try to stir things up. What do you think and what do you do to show respect or at least not stir something negative up? Thanks, Donna. Donna, that is a great question. Um, and provoking comes up a lot, especially when we're doing classes and things of that nature, because most people that um, get into this you know, only really have experience with what they see on TV. And there's some particular shows that thrive on the whole provoking and what happens. Um, you know, so I think it's good that uh, you're asking those things. And in my opinion, you know, each one of the guys can weigh in and kind of talk about, you know, how they feel about it. Um, I'm totally in agreement with you. I don't believe in it. I don't uh, feel comfortable with it. And I always tell people when they're coming on as new investigators, if it doesn't feel right in your gut, then something is definitely not right. And you need to acknowledge that. Um, as far as being respectful of places, we always try to start our EVP sessions that way, that we're not here to hurt or harm anyone. We're not going to try to make anybody leave. Um, you know, we're really just there for the purpose of communication. I think, yeah, I, you kind of took the words right there, too. Um, there's two ways to look at this, Donna. Um, you can watch TV, and TV is entertainment. And without entertainment, you don't have a show. So, unfortunately, when they go into these places and uh, rile up uh, spirits or piss them off, it's they're trying to get the best they can for their TV. Not to say that it's, you know, hokey, but it's definitely the wrong way to handle it. Um, personally, when we go in there, like Allison said, we're very respectful and we come in with respect and we leave with respect. No matter what happens during the night, when we leave, it is always on a respectful tone because, you know, spirits were people, you know, and if they've carried over, they're still the same type of energy or person that they were in this, this real physical life. You know what? You have to respect them too. And that's kind of how the, we, we play this game with them. Yeah. And you got to be careful because if you piss something off, then you got to be prepared for what happens afterwards. So, you know, you always hear about people, like, the, the horror stories of, oh, I got pushed, I got scratched, I got my hair pulled, I got slapped. Well, duh, if you're out there being a jerk and treating somebody like a jerk, what do you think they're going to do? Of course they're going to react, and it's not going to be positive and in a pleasant way, because like attracts like. So, Rob, what do you think? I agree. I mean, the main thing for me is you don't know who you're talking to. Uh, do they deserve it? I would say nine times out of ten they don't. I would also say nine times out of ten you're not even talking to anyone, so you look even more foolish. So there's no host. <laughs> I want to cheers you on that because that was like a really good. Ooh, is this our? We're cheersing. We're cheersing. That was a really good answer, and I really liked it. So I'm giving you some positive reinforcement. Thanks. This is our home studio, right? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So sure. Donna, thank you for reaching out. Um, it. It's great when we get to read emails from people that have listened to the show. Yeah, uh, keep sending them. Anybody else who wants to uh, email in, it's parababblepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, again, if you have a question, any questions for us or if you just want to share your own experiences, um, we will pick through the emails and uh, start reading them on the air. Sounds like a plan. Good, bad, and different. There so, you go. What do you say? Bring in the Pope and the Vatican. Yeah. All right. Who wants who wants first crack Oof. at this? I don't Let want me... to touch this with a ten foot pole. Oh, you! You're always <laughs> the problem with this. Vatican conspiracy. I think I, let's set it up a little bit. The population of the Vatican and its surrounding area citizens one thousand. How's that? Pretty small. Nice community. Borders on Italy. Um. Uh, let's see. The Vatican uses Italy's legal codes, except for abortions and divorces, because, you know, the Almighty stand on their own. Sorry if I offended anyone with that. We probably should have prefaced this whole episode with, please do not listen if you will be offended by possible <laughs> conspiracies about the Pope. Yeah, that I mean, it goes without saying, I would hope. Disclaimer done. Beep, beep. Um, <laughs> some of the data about the Vatican. Um, 
It has the highest crime rate in the world. Really? The highest. It's according to my sources, which uh, I got them somewhere. I'll credit them after. Um, <clears throat> it is a pickpocket paradise because it's such a small uh, area. Probably a big tourist uh, destination. Oh, absolutely. Well. Mm -hmm. oh, absolutely. I can see that now. Luigi running around, fingering up pockets. I mean, oh, what else look to at do? you, you pretty lady. <laughs> Give <laughs> me your euros. <laughs> what? Euros? What did you say? <laughs> euros. <laughs> euros. Is it euros over there? I think so. It's yeah. all of Europe, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, okay. I'm just. There's, isn't there a different, like... All right, we're going to get off topic here. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Vatican has no prison and has one judge. So, basically what they end up doing is if you get caught for pickpocketing somebody and you have to go up in front of the one judge... Is there judge God? <laughs> I was going to say, it might be the Pope. He wears a couple hats and a collar. Uh, no, what they do is they slap you on the wrist and you're banned from the city for like a year or two. And then uh, you can come back in and, you know, shoplifters over there. It's just nuts. So all these people want to go over there with glassy eyes going, oh, I'm going to see the holiness. Keep your hands in your pockets because stuff will get pulled out of there. Um, <clears throat> their first drug bust, the Vatican had a drug bust. A little side note here. 2007, employee got boned for using cocaine. Now, was it an altar boy? Was it a bishop, a cardinal? We don't know. But that's kind of a little bit of that. Um, the Pope, no vice. It's him. He's the one-man show over there. So what he says goes. Uh, they have their own ATM machine over there, and it's in Latin. I heard about this. Did you? What'd you hear? That, that it's the only, <laughs> they have an ATM yeah, in Latin. It's in Latin. <laughs> that it's uh, the only ATM machine in the world that's in Latin. Right. And what they try to do... They try to stay updated with what's going on in languages and stuff. So they take relevant languages or new languages that are found, and then they update it onto their uh, their machine. That's kind of reaching out to the, Do the whole faction. Do they have sign on there, too? <laughs> yeah, they might. What kind of sign? You know, I don't know. Cash money, ching ching, you know, skrillas, skrillas. See, I knew they're... <laughs> Greenbacks. <laughs> yeah. You know, are they trying to, like, accommodate everyone or just, you know, people that they think are going to come and visit the Vatican? Well, you want a target audience, well, of course. Well, I'm just saying, they have the highest criminal rate, so you figure, like... You have a target you gotta audience? Talk to your, yeah, you got to talk to your people. I imagine they're racking on the ridiculous amount of money from tourism, though. Oh, it's, it's, it's got to yeah. be huge over there. Anyone been out to the Vatican? Drop us a line. Not to mention how rich they are to begin with, so... I'd rather that. go to Disney World, for the record, than... Vatican. Oh, see, I would like to go to the Vatican and get in the Vatican and then find the, the bodies that are buried in there, supposedly. This the is like, kind of off topic, but have you guys seen the pictures from the un-Disney World place in France? No, I want. I've heard. I just recently heard about that. We're going to have to do a whole episode on that because it's creepy. Yeah. It's cool, though. Was somebody trying to build one? and then They did. And, and it's, it's like just... a dark twist on everything. That is sweet. That's right down our lane. Yeah. It's not like a full-fledged amusement park, but it's set up like one. It's like an art installation. Sweet. Yeah. Sorry. Sidetrack. No, 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 no. That's Welcome back to Allison. <laughs> hey, that's why we have Babel in the name again. That's what I do. That's... Throw you guys off track. We all, we Babel. We all, yeah, we just Babel. That's what we do. So those were some of the side notes. You know, Vatican, thousand population, you know, pickpocket paradise. You get a slap on the wrist if you get caught. And, you know, there's some cocaine over there going on. So these all seem to be facts. Absolutely. We need to hear about some conspiracies. We got those too. Yeah. Yeah, we do. What do, we got? What do throw me throw me a conspiracy and okay. I'll uh, ante it up later. Okay. Uh, how about the chrono the chronovisor? Never heard of it. Never heard of the chronovisor. Have you? Yep. Time traveler. What? Yes and no. Yes and no, but relatively. More or less. Yeah. Um, so sci-fi. Basically, what it is is a large cabinet with a cathode tube, cathode ray tube, uh, with a series of buttons and levers that allows the viewing of events from the past. So it's basically an old-ass TV-looking TV, from what the description is, that allows you to view events that happened in the past. It's like a window time machine. Like, like you can look through a window and see events that had happened in the past. So you're like, beep, beep, boop, 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 1862, Gettysburg. Or you could just watch PBS. Yeah, so this was described... <laughs> 
I had one too. It's okay. Go on. <laughs> this was described Sorry. by Father Francois Brune in a 2002 book that he wrote. Francois. Uh, supposedly it was built by Father Pellegrino Ernetti. I'm probably butchering names again, as I always do. Sorry, episode. Aren't you Italian? Yes. He is. You should be doing a much better job. Okay, let me try again. Pellegrino <laughs> Ernetti. There you there go. Yeah, all right. <laughs> You almost should get a clink for that. (laughs) (laughs) Almost. (laughs) You had to dig yourself out of that one. Yeah, I'll try. Okay, so uh, apparently the Vatican used this chronovisor to view events from Rome in 169 BC and also the crucifixion of Christ. Um, Ernetti, who supposedly built it, this is kind of where the conspiracy falls apart, Claim that the device was not real before he died. Um, but Brune, this guy who's trying to expose this chronovisor, claims that uh, Ernetti was coerced into saying that somehow. So maybe there was a little uh, threatening going on here mm. before he died to be like, yeah, keep it on the down low that we have this. A little twist the arm? Little TV that you could. Uh, Watch Jesus in. So Jesus is on TV? Yeah, they watch the crucifixion. They watch? Are you seeing this? Yeah, I'm hearing it. I'm hearing it, but I don't know. I've seen the crucifixion too. There was a whole movie about it with Mel Gibson. (laughs) Wait a minute. No, 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 no. This is actual Jesus getting crucified, right? Uh Supposedly, but how do you know? Because he said so. Yeah, exactly. It's probably like, do not look at the man behind the curtain. I am the great and powerful as showing you things of the past. You know what? You got your pen right there? There's an episode for you. The Wizard of Oz. Ooh. Let's dig into the the myths, the beliefs, what happened on set. I know lots of stories. My mother-in-law knows the mayor. I'm sorry, we're off again. I just watched that. It was just on recently. Thanksgiving. Yeah. The munchkin that committed suicide in the background. Right. Not real, though. Right. I think. Yeah. All right. Back to the Okay, so so we're watching Jesus on TV. Yes, and you could watch anything from any anything in the past. Um, so that's about it. I mean, I'd like to know what the resolution of this TV is. I mean, is it HD? Is it 1080p? Is it 4K? <laughs> or is it just standard uh, standard def? You went 4K. You went 4K I already. Would, um, you know, if the, if it's good enough for the Vatican's chronovisor, you know. Chronovisor. It that, sounds like a robot. It, I am the chronovisor. <laughs> <laughs> How may I help you? Yes, I'm actually making the robot movements as I say that. Can I get a cheeseburger? No. no, no you could look back in time and see the first cheeseburger ever served at McDonald's, the first location if you wanted to. Yeah, or you could, you could go to this thing called YouTube and you could type in first burger ever served and there's probably this video of that. Yeah, I didn't have cameras back then. Because YouTube's true. They had cameras. What's wrong with you? When hamburgers it's were like made? like 1950s. McDonald's like yeah. came out in the 50s. <laughs> they had cameras. But Wait, they weren't like 1850 McDonald's today. came out? Oh, <laughs> the 50s. 1950s. Yes. Yes. They didn't all have like cell phone cameras though like it is today. You know? <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like cameras like, you know, you got the big light bulb and it goes... <laughs> For anyone that was born prior to 1950 <laughs> that may be listening, we apologize for Rob, who was like, you know... 65 years in the making <laughs> when you were eating hamburgers. Mmm, hamburgers. Yes, Rob, we used to have things called phones with cords. What's that? Yes, I know. Mm. And things called VCRs. I was around for VCRs. Yeah, what were you, two? Um, when did they come out? Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure that they were out when I was born. Did you ever have a beta? No. <laughs> yep, there it is, folks. No betas? No. Atari? We need the chronovisor. You need it so you can go back and see what the world was like. I was Nintendo. You were a Nintendo kid? Uh-huh. I was an Atari kid. I was Nintendo originally. Playing Breakout. Nintendo. Doop, doop, doop. Did you play Atari? Yes, I did. Space Invaders. Pitfall. Pitfall, Space Invaders. Frogger. I bet you the Vatican has one of each of those games. The Vatican's got a lot of crap they don't tell anybody about. <laughs> like the chronovisor. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, alright. Alright, what else we got? Well, I have one other conspiracy. This one's a good one. As if the coronavirus wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, there is a conspiracy out there that Pope Francis is preparing to reveal the existence of extraterrestrial life. He wants to convince people that aliens are Christians. Because, of course, we'd have to mention aliens on every single show. It's the standard by now. Absolutely. Bigfoot ain't too far behind it, by the way. But yeah, anyway, he's not. He's starting to come up the poles. How do you know Bigfoot's a he? Well, he, she, they're, they're mul- there's multiple Bigfoot. Have you ever seen a baby Bigfoot? We've never, you know, that's enough. We are all over the board, but. <laughs> Can you tell we haven't seen each other in a while? We're like babbling on because we just are like so excited to talk. This is what you get, people. When we don't talk and we get together, it's kind of like this mishmash. Um. It's always like, oh, Bigfoot was like seven foot, and he smelled, and he was hairy, and he's like, do you ever hear, hey, there was a baby Bigfoot that just cruised by me in the creek? No. no. Well, I think you just described my neighbor monkey. across the street. You have a baby Bigfoot across the street? No, I have a seven foot, smelly, hairy, hairy man. <laughs> Does he keep, like, animals and stuff away? Maybe. <laughs> Could be why we don't have any stray cats. You know what else I thought about Bigfoot after our current events episode? And this is really getting off track now. That guy who said Bigfoot stole his pizza and then defecated in his lawn? Yeah. That's the other thing. You find Bigfoot tracks, but you don't find Bigfoot shit anywhere. Scat. 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 <laughs> Sorry, Tim Shaw. Um, Eric Altman, if you guys listen to this show. <laughs> we're we're going to hack up the definitions for the Bigfoot terminology. <laughs> we say that now. Now we're going to get emails of like pictures of Scat. Bigfoot poop. The- <laughs> poop the size of my head, eight pounds of it. Um, yeah, you never do. And well, that's what we said too. We're like, where's the evidence? Yeah. You know, I said there's a billion little red dots on the map that everybody's seen a Bigfoot and yet. Where's the Bigfoot poop? You well, can't drag one in. This is the thing though. I, I actually know a little bit about this because I asked the same question and did some research and I know of, I think it was like a documentary or some sort where they took a deer and they put the deer in the woods after it had died and they basically watched to see how long it took to. Decompose? Yes. And it was only like three days. So the thing is, is that, you know, because like, you know, other animals come and scavenge it and things happen and, you know. So how long would it take for a seven foot human? Well, that's a good question, but I think it would depend on where, you know. You know, that's, that's for the, uh, what's that place down in Virginia, the crime lab where they have the the bodies decomposing. The The body farm. Huh. They sit there and they go through the different stages and they learn from it and. John Doe's are down there. It's a field full of cadavers in various stages of decompensation. Well, that's fun. You think the Vatican has any cadavers? They might. It's, they got something in their closet. Yeah. <laughs> or not. Oh, no. <laughs> way to bring it back, though. <laughs> there's some skeletons in well, there. Well, there's supposed to be a saint buried down there, or a supposed gentleman that yeah. was going for sainthood, and they said, eh, I'm going to put you under some slabs here. Hmm. I don't know if that's true or not. Conspiracy. What were we talking about here, Rob? Um, aliens. Aliens. The aliens are Christians, right? So, yeah, and then somehow we got transitioned to Bigfoot. Anyway, um, yeah, uh, Pope Francis is preparing to reveal that extraterrestrials are around and that they are Christian. Um, he also is going to say that they're probably alien versions of Jesus on different planets. Well, L. Ron Hubbard is going to be turning over in his grave when he hears that. Good. Yep. <laughs> Keep that guy turning. Sorry. But no, I'm not. <laughs> He's the only one allowed to have any alien connection. Oh, wait. Then there's also the book, the Mormons that, you know, think that an alien came and gave them their book of learning. Mm. Oh, man. So maybe it's not so far-fetched. Where do aliens get the paper from to make the book? I don't know. Why would they appear in the middle of nowhere and just um, show up in, in a forest? We don't know. Questions to be answered on another episode. If an alien shows up in the forest, does it make a noise? I don't know. But do they show up? Do they have like a Pope mobile too? Do they come in with their little, like a, uh, the Jetsons? Maybe that's why their heads look the way they do. It's like big, huge Pope hats. Well, last time we determined that aliens actually look like polar bears. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. No. You, got, you got to get with current times. Yeah. They're now, they're now six, 661 pounds. This mm-hmm. is what happens when I leave. Yeah. Aliens look like polar bears and you talk about a whole show of Bigfoot <laughs> shitting on pizza. Yeah. I'm sorry, people. I will try not to be absent ever again. <laughs> I know, because this is very important stuff. Yeah. Okay, so the Pope's... So we're dancing around with some Christian aliens yeah. coming down. Um, but there's a twist. There's a twist here. As if Christian aliens weren't twisty enough here. The aliens are actually demons. Oh, there's the other reference. <laughs> demons. 
Why are they demons, Rob? Uh, I don't know, because they are. Okay. The demons are known as Watchers, and they birthed the Nephilim long ago. So, aren't the Nephilim like a race of giant people? Giant people? Yes. Yeah, let's move along on that, though. It's but they came from alien demons? Yes. Okay. Just trying to get it right in my head. Yeah, so here's the thing. The people of Earth will be tricked and enslaved by these alien demons. The alien demons will be disguised, and few humans will be able to see past this um, disguise. And you know how they're going to see past us? I think I know, but go on. Yes, you do. Special sunglasses. They have goggles. Mm -hmm. Which they will get from Rowdy Rowdy Piper. (laughs) Who's dead. Yeah, unfortunately. And this would be the second They Live reference that we've made. In a row. So we get cheers for that. Oh, I like the cheers. We can do the cheers. I'll go for the cheers anytime. So, yeah, I don't know where you would get these special sunglasses, but uh, you're going to need them if you want to know the difference between real people and alien demons. Eventually, war will break out between those who worship the alien demons and those who rebel. Uh, And so this is a conspiracy theory by two guys named Chris Putnam and Thomas Horn. In a book called Exo Vaticana. Are those real names? I don't know. I just had this image of like people running like Viva <laughs> la Revolution and like these polar bear looking things like chasing them down with weird but well, they wore like the people wore weird sunglasses. Were they wearing chi hats? That's very strange. I can't even follow that. I, yeah, it's, it's bullshit. <laughs> wow. So the aliens, okay. Um, well, maybe that's why there's such an interest in. Uh, the the Vatican and the Pope keeping an eye on the sky. Do they? They do because um, I do have some information around here on one of my little cheat sheets that um, the Vatican and NASA work hand in hand. They know every little secret they need to know about outer space. If NASA finds out something, guarantee the Vatican knows it. So I don't know where that tie-in is. You like that, don't you, Allison? Just checking all this out. Well, yeah, I'm just looking at how you even numbered them. <laughs> because I'm crazy that way. Because I'll be like, bleh, 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 bleh. not that I'm already doing For anyone that. listening on audio, Jeff has about 50 <laughs> index cards in front of him right now. <laughs> um, I did make it up to like 16, And I was just 17. like, oh, 11 is missing. But no, it's just stuck behind 10. <laughs> behind 10. Um, <laughs> I, I have to take a picture of all this and post it on the Paramount <laughs> yes, Facebook page. Yes, we will page. definitely have to do that. All right. Where, what do you want to know about? What do you want to know internally about the Vatican? Give me. How about you give me a question? We'll play uh, Pope Pope Jeff John the Paul the Fifth here, and I will answer them for you. Okay. Oh. So um, I have some things that could be true or not true. Oh, true or false questions? Yes. You want to you want to try one? Sure. Okay. So World War Two. Several high-ranking Nazis were able to flee Europe with Vatican passports issued by a sympathetic bishop. True. It is true. Did you know that the Vatican can issue their own passports? That I didn't know, but I knew it was true about the whole... The Nazis? Yep. They're slippery. Um, In a 1970s investigation by a New York City DA who had a racketeering squad... They followed a trail of stone, stolen and forged stocks that equaled over a billion dollars to a vault in the Vatican Bank. False. I'm going to go true. It actually is true. It was actually later yeah. proven that they were involved in a huge scam, the Bank of the Vatican. And they had to repay back... Uh... They haven't repaid back... Oh, stop. Yes, they did. They, are, they just, they just went to church and made a penance on 17 Hail Marys. Yeah, so there you go. Since we're forgiven. <laughs> um, there was definitely some uh, mob type stuff going on. Yeah. That I could see. There was because... a lot of, there were some, there were some concerns about like the bank and the scams yeah. back then. And that was their first big hit that they took. Um, how about whether or not there was a lady pope? There was a lady pope? I've heard this is a conspiracy theory it wasn't the wasn't the vatican cleaning lady was it no um false well it is false oh i didn't hear the question it definitely had it definitely (laughs) had legs um there was basically a pope that wrote about 
how um, a previous pope had gone into labor while mounting a horse. So have fun with that one. Um, and huh. the speculation was that this was actually a woman disguised as a man. So they called her Pope Jane or Pope Joan um, to those, you know, that kind of believed in this theory. Um, and they actually found out that it was false because the time frames didn't match up. They said that this pope was in, you know, basically, I don't know, in charge. What, are, what is it called when the pope is like the pope? Their reign? Okay. I don't know. Um, Their reign. He reigns. So during like this time frame, they actually went back and because they said that this happened for a two year time span, they could not find a gap in the history of the popes. So they say that it's false, but who really knows? Because none of us were around in the 13th century, although we could use the chronovision yeah. and go back and check out this exact moment when this man-slash-woman-pope went into labor while mounting a horse. Well, I guess we know what our new mission is now. We need to book a flight to Italy. Sweet. Go, go fund me, page. GoFundMe page. Yes, uh, the new Parababble GoFundMe page is up now. So. Send Parababble to the Vatican. Yes. <laughs> we'll give you a year. <laughs> or a hundred. Mm. <laughs> give us a little extra money because it'll probably get stolen when we're there. Because we will get pickpocketed. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, so that was kind of weird when you think about it. I don't know. I mean, there's a couple other ones in here, but I don't know. I'm looking at your cue cards and you're only on like number two. One. One. So. If that. I don't know. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just to go. bebopping around here. Um, the Vatican gets accused of keeping secrets. Um, the Vatican's answer to that is no, we don't. It's more about um, the personal history of the, the place, the people that were there, and they will defend that to the day they die because, let's face it, unflattering things about the Vatican will upset a lot of people. Right? I guess. Yes. Would it upset you, Rob? No, but it would upset everyone that I work with. <laughs> <laughs> they listen to your show? I certainly hope not. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah. So a little more on the um, records and stuff. Uh, everything is since 1881. Um, the, uh, the archives have not been, quote unquote, secret. It's been opened um, to scholars. So scholars can go in there and go through everything they want. Um, quick they reference. They have to like, fill out a request, though, and send that to the Vatican. You're on to something here. They have to fill out what they're looking for. They have to know exactly what they're looking for. Um, because there are, what is it, like 52 miles of whatever archive records, what it turns out to be. So it's almost impossible for you just to go browse for a couple hours unless you know exactly where you're going. Um, <clears throat> the thing with that is, it, like I said, it's open to, uh, it's open to scholars, um, uh, students, amateur, journalists, uh, boy named Jane, whatever you want to call it. They just can't roll in there. So could we as... Nope. Why not? Because we're, we're amateurs. They are not welcome. It is a waste of your trip. They will turn you around. You must have the proper paperwork. You know they gotta have like a hidden room somewhere in this big warehouse of all their records where they got like general public records. Shady crap. And then, well, well, they they keep obviously they want they don't want that unflattering stuff out there because God knows they take enough hits as it is being the Vatican. You know, um, the scholars will uh, come out to this place. They'll go through the Porta Santa Ana. Uh, hall and they have to pass these Swiss guards presenting all their credentials and they have to have those credentials if you're going there every six months you have to update your credentials um, like I said earlier there's no browsing um, research researchers need to know exactly what they want um, you can request up to three folders in a day and if the person who is assisting you from the Vatican says oh you're looking for crosses uh, why are you over here then They'll know right away. They boot you out. You're done. So they don't play around with the records. They, it's um, like a Dan Brown novel. It is, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> you can you can bring in um, computers, photos. No, no cameras. So whatever you have to get in and get out of there, 
good luck because it's it's not the uh, it's not the easiest. And I would imagine that with 52 miles of records, I'm picturing like the big room in Indiana Jones where they got all the artifacts and stuff. I'm picturing the X Files when they're in the hangar that too. The, and they're going the through all the. Right? Isn't it in the Pentagon? Well, this one was down in uh, Virginia. It was uh, like this hidden warehouse, and they had all the uh, um, little DNA samples from everybody, so everybody was tagged. So, um, what else? Uh, like I said, NASA and the, the Vatican are uh, hand in hand. They work together. The uh, 1987 in Arizona. Um, Vatican Advanced Tele Technology uh, Telescope went up. They put up 18 highly sensitive telescopes on native land. That's our uh, that's our beer cooler. <laughs> that's a new one. It's in defrost mode. <laughs> We're not drinking quick it's enough. It's the Vatican eavesdropping on our conversation. There it is. Right? <laughs> probably is. They're probably watching us in the future on their chronovisor. <laughs> <laughs> so we can actually look at this tomorrow, the chrono, and we'll see this, right? Yeah, we'll see us recording this episode right now. Or right. I could just record it right now on my phone and play it for you tomorrow. Well, now we're getting now we're getting like a. My phone is a Chronovision. I don't know if you do that. Now we're getting into space balls. <laughs> Are we in present time, future time? That's not as fun. No. <laughs> I want to see it in the Chronovisor. <laughs> do we have any video footage on this thing? Of what? The Chrono. The cro no. I imagine they don't allow that sort of thing. <laughs> but couldn't they just put like a nice splice a nice piece of like informational thing out there like a little preview? We have WikiLeaks to find that. <laughs> Probably could. <laughs> Dear WikiLeaks, please find us a photo of the Chronovision. Yeah, is that what you're looking up, Rob? No. No, oh, no. <laughs> Boring. He's just well, reading anyway. his email. Oh. <laughs> so anyway, they put up 18, 18 uh, highly sensitive telescopes um, on Mount Graham in southeast southeast arizona 1987. the vatican does own the strongest uh telescope known to mankind is that so they can see the second coming of jesus when it happens well yes. let me tell you about this no i don't know if that's for it. but anyway they put they so they this is what they did they put these uh the, this these telescopes on native land and we all know when you start playing around native land and stuff like that it gets a little a little quirky. So a quick history on this. 1873, Mount Graham was made public domain. 1984, <clears throat> Sacred Place wasn't taken seriously because they still believe it was native. Um, there was one religious shrine to be built on Arizona property. Arguments ensued about this whole Mount Graham being a shrine or it was a native land. And then uh, quickly they, uh, they, they determined that it's not sacred. Well, this uh, Jesuit father, Cone, steps in, could not find any authentic Apache to verify it as sacred ground. Oral agreements were not accepted as proof of Mount Graham being sacred. So, boom, there goes the ob observatory. It's up. It's causing problems, whatever. They got some flack for it. But <clears throat> this uh, telescope they put up, which is <laughs> funny in its own right. I was telling you about this earlier, Rob. This telescope is called... <clears throat> a large binocular telescope near infrared utility with camera and integral field unit for extra galactic research. If you take the letters off the beginning of that, it spells out Lucifer. And that was not done intentionally. That was just the name of the telescope when they put it together. And then when they sat back, someone said, hey, large, and they went through this whole thing. So I got to call bullshit on that one because... Can I see that really quick? Your, yeah, this your is your index an... card or of the Lucifer <laughs> one. Okay, so I don't believe for a second that they didn't know ahead of time because, like, say you get a job there, are you gonna go around saying, "Hey, I work at the large binocular telescope near infrared utility with camera and integ integral field unit." No, I work for Lucifer. Exactly. Someone, someone must have seen that along the Somebody, process at some point. <laughs> I would, yeah. I after I read that a couple times and I tried to, you know, look some more information up. I didn't see too much on it. I said, "Can I just some, ask a question?" Yeah, you can ask questions. I'm just, I'm struggling with this right now because you know that Catholics don't believe in the Big Bang theory, right? Right. They mm -hmm. believe that we were created by God in His image, all that type of stuff. Why on earth, if they truly, or not on earth? If they truly believe that, and that is their religion, that is their creed that they live by, would they be so interested in what's in outer space? 
and extraterrestrial life. I think Christians are going to kill us after this episode. Christians but are Catholics. Okay. Because are different. No, they're really going to kill me. No, that's <laughs> good. But do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because they, they don't, believe, don't in... believe in it. I mean, no, no animals. No, no, no dinosaurs. No yeah, evolving from... If there from... was dinosaurs, there were around. People were around. Just uh... twitching. What's what's wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Not twitching. I was just... I got my Santa hat on. Um, <laughs> I don't I don't really have an answer for it that. Why would they want... Sense. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense to me. I think they just want control. Well, I mean, maybe that's true. Maybe if there is, like, proof, they want to find it so they can, like, propaganda it. on it. Yeah. Yeah, and be like, it doesn't actually exist. It was just a... It was just us flying in a spaceship. Well, then it's just going to have to change the writings of the Bible. Right. Mm-hmm. And what would you do then? Um, we'd all go out and buy new revised copies, and they would make a lot more money. I would not read it. I know you wouldn't, but I'm saying. Who would read it? How would you, like, that's the whole thing. If they found out that there was actually life on another planet, religion, their religion as we know it would cease to exist. The it's others would. Huh? As most religions would. Well, the other secret would. Bible would come some out. Would. The other secret. Oh, Bible. there's a secret Bible. There's got to be. Isn't that the book that was skipped? What was the book that was skipped? Book oh, that of, was the uh, Gospel of one of the Gospels that is missing. Right. There's some. There's some. Uh, there's some hokiness in the. Well, whole... there's now you're getting into a whole bunch of other things because there's mm-hmm. a Gospel that's supposedly missing. There's also Mary Magdalene's Gospel or the women in the alabaster jar. There's a whole book about that. There's a whole. There's a whole other book that was left out of um, your Bible, and that's the one that everyone's curious about. Yeah, so you what you would that? have to do is you'd have to put that back in because that other one probably has all kinds of shit about aliens in it anyway. Well, so that's too much. Let's pull it out. No, it is just... kind of interesting because one of the conspiracies is also that the third secret of Fatma, you know, when like the mother Mary appeared to the children and told yep. them like the first two secrets. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a whole conspiracy that there was a third secret and that the church has never, the Vatican has never released it because the magnitude of what, the secret holds would end religion would like change the face of the religion. So people speculate things like it's that aliens exist. It's um, about some kind of like terrible, you know, world, terrible Holocaust thing that's going to happen. You know, it's just like such a bad, bad thing that there's no way that they will ever tell anyone what it is. They have come out and said, Oh, by the way, we're going to tell you what this is. And then it's like something lame, like, uh, it predicted the assassination of a pope or, you know, something to that effect, but people don't buy it. So it's weird that aliens keep popping up in all these different conspiracies. Well, when we talked about our current event, uh, current event episode, um, me and, I think we just tripped on to it. Our, we heard stories that aliens really don't want to bother with us because we're too stupid and we're just like test a test zone. So it could be that we're just here. Yeah, the and theory, the aliens have been around. The theory was that we are just, we were put here from by aliens. Aliens created us, and we are far less devolved versions of what they have evolved into, and they are like... They don't bother with us. They, they have no emotion, they have no empathy, right. so they are just studying us to learn about their own past. So they come down, probe us, do whatever they do, but as far as them being concerned about, you know like you said, having emotion towards us. We're just, we're like, what did I say? We're like the cockroaches yep. in a sense. You know, we squash them, but, you know, these aliens we're are doing like... the same thing to us. But that makes sense because the the Vatican and NASA are watching all this stuff. So maybe, you know, all right, they know something that we don't. Well, maybe we are just part of that. And we're just waiting for, like you almost said, like a second coming, but you now maybe not in the the Christ way, maybe an alien invasion of sorts. The other interesting thing, though, is if it is like a, a prediction of some major Holocaust or something, well, just think of like when they get that date wrong. Because look at how many crazy ass prophets have said, oh, the end of the world is going to be in October of 2005. And then it's like, oh, uh, what happened there, buddy? 15 years ago. You know, yeah, could, it could like tear down the whole Catholic religion if their prediction of the end of the world was like 50 years ago or something like that. So steady as she goes? The Vatican is steady as she goes? I guess. I mean, don't you're not going to throw out anything that caused mass hysteria. You're not going to you're, you're going to keep tabs on what you probably think, you know. Why bring it to the common folk? 
you know, but we all got our own, our own suspicions about, you know, government, religion, uh, state, federal, whatever doing, you know, black, black, uh, black ops prob, um, programs. So yeah, we could definitely be in a whole nother light and religion is alien based. I believe it. You think so? Sure. Allie's still got jet lag. Yeah, no, I'm just, I don't know. It just seems crazy to me, like way too far-fetched. I like a good conspiracy theory when it's plausible, but... Aliens aren't plausible. Not... <laughs> it's not plausible enough. No. Nope. Well, not... They're to actually me, real. To me, in this whole system, it wouldn't be just because of what the Catholic religion believes. It's you know? beyond religion. Yeah, but the Catholic religion, the people would never say it's beyond that religion. You'd never be like, oh, there's something bigger than us. There's something bigger than God. There's a force out there. No, they would never th think that or say that. It like flies in the face of every like thing that they stand for. It just, it's too contradictory. It doesn't make any sense to me. So I have a hard time wrapping my mind. So around. every, what about every other religion out there then? When they look to this higher power, this higher God. Could it be actually alien uh, origin? Could, yeah, and it could absolutely be. But you don't see like the Buddhists being like, uh, yes, we only believe in this one true God and this is what we believe in, but we're going to go look for aliens because aliens exist too. Oh, no, wait, no, I'm confused. No, <laughs> they don't. With one true God. This is who we follow. But there could be aliens out. No, there's no aliens. It's just, it's kind of hypocritical. Have we heard anything on the Buddhists saying anything about aliens? Do we have any reports on that? Not that I know of. Let's get a couple of our agents out there. Our parababble agents. Our but street don't, team. Don't you think that just the Catholic religion in general is very hypocritical? Uh, at times it can be very hypocritical. I mean, it's like they're like the richest city in the whole world, but yet they have like how many people that are Catholics living in poverty? You know, things like that. It's just, it makes it hard for me to get on board. I kind of want these all to be true, just so I can be like, ha-ha! <laughs> the last day on this planet. Ah-ha! <laughs> it's like, but it, you almost have to look at it like anything else. Um, if you were to come out and just say this was a farce or we're just, like, doing whatever here, it's you're going to cause, like, some type of, like, upheaval on this planet. Just like if the government actually came out and said, Oh shit, there's aliens everywhere. We was, you know, we got them over here. They're work. It's almost like Men in Black, you know, where Will Smith walks in the office. Hey, they're all sitting there having coffee and a smoke, kind of like our union guys that aren't working for us anymore. Yeah. But I think there's a, a bigger, uh, it's a whole thing about control. I think it's about, you know, the truth. You can't have the truth all the time. There has to be things held back. And you I do think, you can't handle it. I do think the Vatican has a lot to offer but that will never come out. And you've never heard a Vatican guy come out and be a whistleblower, have you? No, because they would die in like two days. <laughs> They'd yeah, but... mysteriously disappear. <laughs> you think they have Vatican assassins? Probably. Men in red. Maybe they uh, outsource to the mob. Cool. But, you know, I mean, even those archives that you were talking about, like they have the original workings of people like Galileo and, you know, astronomers. Yes. They have crucial information right. on the beginning of time, how this stuff started. And well, that's what I'm saying. Not like, time, time, if you but... did not believe in it and you persecuted people like Galileo and put them in jail and killed them because they didn't believe what you did and that there was like a bigger existence than just Earth, wouldn't you destroy that stuff? Why would you keep it? Historical. But they don't let anybody see it. Well, if you know what you're looking for, you can see this. Yeah, I'd like to see Galileo's manuscript, page 822, paragraph Well, that's three. just it. That's what they're gambling on, too. Right. Because, like you said, your street hustlers, amateurs, journalists, uh, students, we're not getting a crack in that place. But if you're a scholar, and what is deemed a scholar? Do I have a master's in the field of theology, religion, whatever? I can go there and say, hey, you know what? I'd like to see this and this. If you don't know what you're looking for, and I think they gamble on that a little bit. Yeah, it's open, but... Have fun with these billions of notes that we have in right. manuscripts. Come find it. Because if you were saving it for prosperity and saving it for historical research, why wouldn't you open it up to the actual public? Better yet, what happens when the world ends and the second coming happens and boom, the planet blows up? What the fuck good was that? <laughs> what? <laughs> what, the, what, was the, what was the point of hiding all that bullshit? <laughs> Shit just got real, people. <laughs>
yeah, you made the point. I'm like, yeah, okay. Well, what good is it? I'm like, what good is it if the planet blows up the second coming? Everyone's going to go to heaven or hell and there's going to be like 15 headed dragons and demons all over the place. And then, then what people, then what your Vatican notes are like out the window. (laughs) Now you woke me up. (laughs) I think that was like the best thing I've heard about the Vatican in this whole entire show. Fuck. 15 headed dragon. There, there's no dragons. I'm sorry. It's going to be like Game of Thrones. <laughs> they can't prove dragons, can they? <laughs> they got notes on that? <laughs> they might. Who knows? You better know what you're looking for. Is the Dewey Decimal System in place over there or what? They're going to be like mythological creatures. 1628. Uh, what? The Loch Ness Monster was here before all of us? Yeah, I know. They probably got like a tooth in there from them. <laughs> Scales of mermaids. It's probably some arm. Roman. <laughs> They took the only living Bigfoot to ever be found and like put it in mummified it. So you that's probably you know what that, that is probably where they're at a Bigfoot mummy. Oh man, <laughs> that's probably exactly what they got in that place that they don't that's tell anybody some about. Crazy shit. There's probably like some Vatican crazy ninja people that just go around the world and like steal all the cool things that you're not allowed to see, just and so they can be like it doesn't exist. And if you see them, they just turn and just start. Yeah, like the Easter bunnies there. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it. I it's knew like it. That episode of After Park. I turned 18, the Easter Bunny disappeared. What the hell? It's like the episode of South Park where Kyle has to kill Jesus. <laughs> and then the Easter Bunny's there and he becomes the Pope or something like that. <laughs> See? It's all related. Oh my gosh. Just open up a whole new can of worms. What if they have like one of like everything hidden? That's what I'm saying. One of everything that yeah. was really cool. It's like Noah's Ark only on like a way cool like paranormal scale. Yeah. That's what happened. That's what's going on with the Skinwalker Ranch. They must have escaped, and now mm-hmm. they're all trying to make a home for themselves out in Utah. Like, That's it. Get the hell away from the Vatican. Oh, it's like free the slaves. They're like, come with me if you want your freedom. Mm-hmm. They got their own, they got their own uh, community. Get on this yeah. teleporter and come to this ranch. <laughs> yeah, Bing! That's all they get. They do. They got an alien that has a teleporter. He teleports all the creatures over to Utah. Sasquatch, werewolves, and anything big. The blue meanies, the, blue meanies. Get the orange meanies, yeah. Smoking dogs. The smoking dogs. It's like you a, know. It's like a um, tracking system for the orange and blue meanies. Yeah. It's like every once in a while they find you and they try to like annoy the crap out of you. Come, I will open my veil. My home is your home. <laughs> they bring them all in. I don't know. Well, this is what happens though. When you keep things secret, this is what happens. People get crazy ideas. Went well, yeah, that's just it, too. So, yeah. you don't want people to think crazy things, just um, let people know what is there. It's like Area 51, how like that keeps happening. Just let people go there, and if people could go there and see that there's no aliens, and people would stop with all the crazy conspiracy things. But what if you went there and there was aliens? What if you went to the Vatican and they had like a little, you know, alien like propped up on like their desk or something, you know, stuffed, you know. <laughs> And they said, "Yes, this is there's the sun. <laughs> this is a, there's a market for this. I can see it. It's a good way to make some money. No, but what what's to say if you go in there and say, oh, it is all true? What do you do now? Oh shit! I told you so. I told you, yeah. A lot of I told you so's. Um, every freak known to mankind is going to come out and try to burn that place to the ground because it's probably Satan's work. Work." <laughs> Satan and God go hand in hand, so just saying. In the Vatican world. <laughs> the devil made me see it. The devil made me see it. Speaking of uh demons and things and stuff, uh the Vatican, chief exorcist, Father Gabriel Amorth. The Vatican claims to do three hundred exorcisms a year. Where do you think he does them from? The Vatican. Skype. His office. Yep. <laughs> Skype. Hey, don't knock it until you try it. <laughs> yep. There's claims that he does um, up to the Vatican does up to 300 exorcisms a year from his office, and I have like question mark, a question mark, question Did mark. Did demons come to him? Um, no. Commercial airlines. Yeah, I think they scrape them up off the roads. I. They they never said anything about that. Like Jane's like spinning out pea soup like ah, rah, 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 and mom's like, get in the plane, we're gonna take you to the Vatican and make you better. Oh, you got the flu and you're throwing up? Oh. <laughs> How Oops. does that even work? How do you get through customs when you're like spatting Latin and your head's turning around? I like that word, spatting. Yes. 
I like that. Yeah. Spatty. You'd be like, you know, contorting in like weird, disgusting, insane ways. And, and you get to go through customs. How are you going to get through the x-ray machine like that? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty easy to get through uh, our machines, I guess. <laughs> but anyway, so here's the thing. So the 300 exorcism, is that isn't enough in a year because, you know, we don't hear about nothing when it comes to that. That's like almost one a day. I know. Where do you ever hear about these? They, you know what they are? It, it's this is it. All the uh, movies on exorcism are actually real. Those were actually real exorcisms. It's like the waiting room in Beetlejuice. They they released yeah. it. <laughs> it is. Look at the little heads there. They just got all like the exorcist people <laughs> waiting in there, like their heads real tiny. This one was shrunk by a shaman. Uh, <laughs> so the Vatican waiting room. There's there's an yeah. interesting idea. All the ex, all the people with you know demons inside of them, or like scratching each other and <laughs> I tell you what, before I before I finish this 300 exorcism tell them if they want to write it tell them where they can reach us um on uh wherever we're at parababble parababble podcast at gmail.com so you can email us and tell Send us all your hate mail in this episode nah no our emails have been very nice so far they have but maybe after this it'll change um or you can reach us on facebook slash parababble.com facebook.com slash parababble what Rob said. In that order. Um, or you can listen to past episodes on iTunes, Stitcher, or Podbean. Yep. Do we do Twitter? Just search for Parabel. We're on Twitter. We're on Twitter at Parabel. Okay. So, back to our breaking news. So, is a 300 exorcism a year by uh, Gabriel, Father Gabriel Amorth isn't enough from his office. Because he's got to be one busy guy because, you know, how exorcisms go. It's usually like one, two, three, month. Uh, we don't know. Does it ramp up in October? It Probably. might. It might. So what he has done, um, he has hired 350 exorcists to um, <laughs> work on behalf of the Catholic Church. Rob and I want those jobs. I'm gonna look 350 right exorcists for hire just in Italy alone. How do I apply? <laughs> um, it's big money, I'm sure. They did not say. You get to wear a really cool like purple scarf thing. And carry around a briefcase with holy water and crucifixes. I, mean, I don't know. I never went to Sunday school. I never went to church, but I know it's get some holy water. The power of Christ compels you. Throw it on them. Mm -hmm. Throw a cross. I mean, I've seen the movies. Um, Where do I sign up? Do you have a spit guard or a face guard? So do we're not you getting speak hit? Latin? That's probably the biggest thing. No. You better go to an ETM. Do you speak any type of tongue other than the one that you have? <laughs> And just what do we got? 365 days in a year? Mm -hmm. That's a banker year, isn't it? 364 days? So when Father Amorth isn't that busy on the other 65 days, he teaches between he teaches the difference between possession and just freaking crazy. So he's also a mentor to many other aspiring exorcists, demonologists, whatever you want to call them. So, but I am really intrigued by we need an artist to come up on Facebook or wherever we're at on our sites. And I want a sketch of the Vatican's waiting room. <laughs> I really do. I can see this thing sketched out in pencil and I can see all kinds of crazy ass creatures. I think this would be like such a great backdrop. Everyone just waiting to get an exorcism done. Just sitting in the waiting room. With their numbers. And you know, and when we go to conventions, we could actually blow it up onto a poster size on some vinyl and just put Vatican waiting room and it could have like everything going on at once and we will be the talk. We're already the talk. Right. Well, this is true. We have stalkers. We are parabellal. Yeah. So what else we got on the Vatican? Are we winding this down? That's all I have. Wow. Yeah. You know, you know, more, more cue cards there? Or? I got a couple more cue cards, but we already, you know, we already talked about the ATMs and stuff like that. Some of the sources was, uh, Michael O'Laughlin um, from The Week. This is where I pulled a lot of my information from. How about the biggest conspiracy? Um, the Vatican is in the sky and it's a, an illusion. I don't know. What's the... the Vatican City itself, the whole establishment of it was based on forgery. Because supposedly it was donated by Constantine. But there's actually the no proof of that. Hunter? <laughs> yes. John, um, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves? <laughs> oh, that's great. No, like the real Constantine. He, he's, he's real? He was real. Oh, Master goodness. of the dark arts? Mm -hmm. No, like no. the guy that took the, the pagan religion and took the Bible and merged them together so he could like birth Christianity. I don't know that Constantine. Oh, teach us. Okay, well, all right. 
Um, yeah, Allison's so, gonna break down Constantine for us. Well, because that's the whole thing is that in order to get pagans to convert to Christianity, he basically took all the pagan holidays, which is why Christmas is on Christmas, which is actually Yule, and not when Jesus was born because he was what? actually born in November. Been... Uh, that's why Easter falls on the spring equinox. That's why we have all the holidays that we do because it was a way for pagans to feel that they were still having some you know, ownership of what this new religion was. So that's how they got a lot of people to convert. There's no Mayans involved? That stuff's all made up. It's in the Bible. What? Oops. <laughs> oh, we're not going to have to watch out for Vatican ninjas coming after us. <laughs> what do they look like? Nobody knows because nobody's ever seen one that's lived. Follow, so. Do not follow blindly, people. Do not be sheep. Uh, oh, God. I guess I'm a sheep. <laughs> this is good. This is good times. Um, so... Okay, so Jesus wasn't born on Christmas. No, he was born in November, but we have Christmas as his birth because that is like the biggest holiday, of course, but it's actually the winter equinox. It's Yule. It's a celebration. So would he have been pagans. born closer to Thanksgiving? Well, there's speculation about exactly when because what the Bible says as far as the time frames don't match up to what the actual calendar was. So, you know, people that believe in the Bible just say, oh, well, that's because the calendar was different. But people that say no okay. believe that that's because it was actually earlier and they did that so that that was like a way to bring everything together. So, you know, Thomas of, Jefferson rewrote the Bible too. He wrote his own version. Getting of the Bible. schooled, kids. Getting schooled. Yeah. I didn't know that one. I didn't know. Yeah, he actually published his own version of the Bible. And how different was it? It's pretty different. Don't Is know. it based on what? Where did he find his facts, or was this just like a new fairy tale for him? He basically like took what existed and cut and pasted it in the way he thought it should be. Oh. Yeah. At one point, we'll have to do a whole show on Founding Fathers, because there's like a lot of actual paranormal stuff, like even in like the whole way that our dollar was made and the symbolism on it and those types of things. It's kind of interesting. Brad Meltzer, if you're listening, you need to give us a call. Oh my give God, us a I love him. You need some new shows coming out. You need to find some stuff. Forget the cornerstone at the White House. You know what? No, well, better yet. Bible. Yeah, let's do that. But I do want to know about the cornerstone because they refused to dig up any farther in the White House when they found something down there and they don't know why they stopped the dig. Just kind of flying off the handle here like we've done all night. Yeah, but people don't like to talk about this stuff because they want to believe what they want to believe. They're you know? scared. They get scared. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's hard because if you really like think about the Bible in general, I mean, the original version was written in a language that doesn't exist. So when they translated it, things were only translated as best they could be, which means that it's not a direct translation. So it's not oral stories? They just winged it. <laughs> like our show? Yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. they had Parababble back then? Yeah. <laughs> but like, I digress. <laughs> so yeah, Vatican, great stuff. Vatican has a lot of conspiracies. Well, let's go check out the uh, Vatican when we get a chance. Go fund me. Yep. Yep. Um, go fund us. Allison, you can be the scholar since, you know... Pretty soon you'll have your master's locked away, right? Well, I do have a bachelor's now, so I mean. All right, that's good enough. You are considered scholar. We are writing your coattails oh to the if Vatican. I'm considered scholar. There's a problem in this world. <laughs> we are. Um, yeah. I'm like Encyclopedia Brown. I just know a lot of useless things. Yeah, we are with our rubber. Yep. You're Perhaps allowed to cough. It's okay. We're live. No, it's the, the Vatican ninja got me for a second. Oh, <laughs> got you in okay. the throat, I'll did he? Okay. Little lung puncture. I'll get yeah. you back. All right. Rescue you. All right, Allison. Pick pocket skills. What do you think? Where can they reach us? This is going. To, I think we're going to wrap up our show on Vatican. I think so. Uh, they can reach us if they want to send us an email. At... Oh, Allison, your voice got deep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're going to reach us at the Facebook. See what happens? I, I miss a week and I'm just like pass right over. Yeah. Just become so, me. <laughs> He's so used to. I it. thought I would spare you. You you already plugged the, the thing twice. I appreciate. I don't like that. plugging because I'll screw it up. <laughs> it's a lot to remember. I know. That's why I had big big. Big cards last week. It said Parababble yeah. in big yeah. letters. <laughs> I didn't screw that up. So, you know, Twitter. Parababble at Parababble, I kept saying. Oh, awesome. and I think we should probably let everyone know, too, that the shows are going to be being posted on Wednesdays now. Yeah, our new schedule is going to be on Wednesday. So every other Wednesday, you will see a new show pop up on iTunes and Stitcher at some point. Every other Wednesday. Every other Wednesday. When's our, first, when's our next show getting posted? I don't know. What day is it now? I don't know. Were we talking about the 9th? Well, our next episode is going to be probably this the ninth. Our Christmas episode. Oh, that's the next one that's going to pop up. Mm -hmm. So All the twenty right. third of December, we know that that one will be posted for yeah, Christmas. Yeah, because we have to get that one up for Christmas. Right. 
Okay. Just bear with us as we work through this transition time. Yes. We relaunched, though. We're all back. We're back and better than ever. Yeah. New contracts. Cheers to that. Oh, wait. Find the cheers. There nice. it is. Everything's empty. Like us. <laughs> <laughs> like our souls. We are void of anything right now. <laughs> so where else can they find us? Can they subscribe if they want to make yes. sure they don't miss anything? Yeah, hop on iTunes or Stitcher. And make sure you subscribe, and that way it doesn't matter what our weird schedule is like, because you'll just get our new episodes automatically downloaded. I mean, that's the easiest right. way to do it. Are we on Podbean, too? We are on Podbean. That is our uh, podcast hub. So if you want to check right. us out on there, we're Parabattle. Uh, just look us up, and you can get all the new shows as they're posted. So we want to thank everybody for listening, and especially Donna. Thanks so much for taking the time to write us an email. Uh, we're Absolutely. glad that we could read it and answer it, and we will try to do that um, with everybody that writes us. All right. You guys got any uh, ideas or topics or anything like that? Throw us a shout. We'll get on it, and then uh, we'll keep adding it. And 2016 is going to be big for us, so we got a lot of good guests coming in, and we're going after really we're going after a lot of strange topics that you normally won't hear in podcasts. So yeah, we don't want this to be just your typical paranormal yeah. podcast. If you guys have been listening with us before in the past, you know that about us. We like to babble about lots of different things, like Vatican ninjas, Vatican ninjas, <laughs> smoking dogs. Like I mean, Bigfoots. we have a history. Yeah, we're building. It's building. Yeah. So, from all of us here, from Prone, um, we'd like to thank you, and we will see you next time. Good night.